Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so... Thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up! Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive, deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going, going. The big leagues. Going, going. And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye. He has done it. He has changed the game of the night with one swing of his bat. Now, here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang, zoom, go the fireworks. The fan. Welcome into the hot corner. For it must be a Wednesday, as it's always a Wednesday. You just made a comment that I feel the same way about almost everybody who works here. Yeah. The people here, and this includes you, Joe, you are guilty of this, are going to go deaf. Pulled, because pulled they back listen, the they listen to their headphones at a level that is insane. Now I love to I hear. I put the headphones in after Joe and Swag without turning it down, and I have to throw them off my ears. It hurts so bad. Like now, why? Now I am someone that loves to hear my own voice. Yeah, I mean I'm right but there. Appar- with, apparently, with you. I don't love to hear it as much as Isaac Rob, who sits in this chair before me. Yeah, Sook's microphone. His headphones were up to half. I have mine up to like maybe an eighth in terms of volume. Oh, my, mine's a little louder than that. I also have tinnitus, so I try to protect my ears a little bit. You have tinnitus? I do. Oh, I Isn't do it not. Tinnitus? Tinnitus. <laughs> no. I don't think so, Joe. <laughs> Why do you need it so loud, Joe? Uh, I I don't know. I feel like uh, you know, uh, there's uh, sometimes I have a tough time hearing it, and I want to make sure I hear my own voice. Mm. With uh, sometimes uh, I have trouble doing that, so all that I damn crank it to eleven, rip the knob off. It's all that damn rap music and video games. I tell you. Mm-hmm. Gonna rot your brain. You realize, mm-hmm. Joe, that you're in the room with yourself, so you can hear your own voice outside of the. <laughs> Mike, just stop, okay? Just, just stop. All right, Joe, we... you know it's bad for your ears to listen to. It. I'm just turning into mom over here, right. which I find Fine. it funny because there have been multiple times on this show that I'm like, "Am I right, Joe? Come on, back me up on this." And you're like, "What? 
Huh? Sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Not turned up to 11 Turn then, are they? Turn it up louder. They? No. Yeah, I have a little tinnitus in my right ear. So oh, interesting. Um, and by little, I mean it was horrific for a year, and I've gotten used to it now. But, uh, yeah, it's not based on loud music or anything like that as far as I know. I think it actually is based on, like, something in my neck. But I don't know. I just learned to deal with it. What's interesting is I normally listen to stuff pretty loud. I'm a loud listener. When I'm listening to music in my headphones, like, I want that up. I want that yeah. bad boy up. I will when listen. I watch TV, I want to be able to hear the diction in an actor's voice. Drives my girlfriend nuts. I do like music louder if I'm working out, but it's only to like if I'm out running to block out the sound of like cars driving by or like at the gym, they have their own stupid music playing and I'd rather it's listen to my terrible. own stupid music. <laughs> so uh, I play a little bit louder. But again, I've learned to manage it. I used to just not care. Yeah. I used to just blast the music all the time. And now I'm very, very cautious of like, ooh, is this slightly too loud? And it's like, mm, okay, put it down one, you know. I'm very, very cautious because of that. When I'm driving, the radio is usually anywhere between 45 and 55. Okay. I don't on, know. On I its mean, volume setting. I guess everybody's every is different. Every car is different. Yeah, but mine, I, 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 need, I need to hear what's going on. My car is on like... I want to hear Paul Simon breathe, okay? I need to hear Andre 3000 go, <sighs> as he's about to spit some fat flow. My, my car... Uh, I just I, I look at it like the little knobs that are on there. Like when you scroll it up, it like goes mm-hmm. into the next notch. I am on four and a half out of like thirty. <laughs> it's still very loud, okay. but I'm very careful not to go too much louder than that because it gets it gets loud. I don't understand how they put that many notches of volume on there because at five it's like woo woo. It's really loud. And how loud will it go? Like up to like twenty or thirty of them. Oh, okay. Because so I'm just like ah. Mine goes to like I think mine caps at seventy. Oh, so you're like three quarters of the way up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, they're like the factory speakers, so they're not great. Right. My speakers are pretty solid. I think they're Bose. Um, but I could never, I could never <laughs> look at Joe. Joe's like, what up, dude? I am no, as he, long, as he adjusts, no longer an employee. As he readjusts yeah. his Bose headphones. No longer employed. I think I have a few months before I can just start going off on them on social media. Oh, you got to wait? Yeah. There's like some sort of six-month period before I can just start blasting them. Otherwise, apparently. they take the money they gave you away. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> Sue me. So I don't know if you're like this, Mike. So yours is clearly less dials than mine. But I can't, because mine goes all the way to 70, so it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, blah, 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 blah. I can't have it at not at a zero or a five. Okay. It's got to be at a zero or a five. I mean, I, I. It's either at 45, 50, or 55. I don't really care about that, but I know people tend to care about that. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll allow that. It's I'll a weird it. thing. If I had a, if it was just like an old school knob with like no numbers, I don't know how, what well, I you would You would never do. worry about it. Well, I don't know. I'd be like, well, I like it in like split it into like fourths or something. But you wouldn't know. If it was just a straight circle, you would have no idea. No, because the circle still has dimensions. You can still cut that thing up. Right. What I'm saying is if there is no marker it's called on geometry. If there's no marker on the circle right. to tell you where it is, and right. it's just a smooth circle, you have no clue where you like it on the volume knob unless you put the cuts in it yourself. Unless you put like a marker on it or like a pencil hole or something. I might do that. Otherwise, you're just you're just going straight off feel. I, this sounds right. Two weeks later, this sounds right. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I just want to hear things. Guess what? You can. No. Even at lower volumes, you can. I don't know. I don't know. I always think I have good hearing, but then I just turn everything up. So maybe not. 
So maybe not. Hey, as someone who has been a musician, I'm talking about you, not me. I've been oh, okay. A musician, um, who has been a musician in your life and has been around a lot of music in your life, mm-hmm. probably have some hearing loss, my friend. Probably. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Do you ever go to the doctor and they do the hearing test? No. No, that's just going to give me bad news. <laughs> I don't do tests that give just me to, bad just news. Just avoid the bad news. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not going to take a Rona test just because, you know, if I test positive, that's just a Debbie Downer. You take right. You, do. test? <laughs> you don't know if you got it if you don't test. Yeah, that's right? the truth, man. That's the, the slow truth. down the testing pattern. Yeah, yeah. I've already done that. It's at a halt. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a no test zone here. That is, gonna, one, that is one thing I would be curious. It's going to bring me down, man. At some point, maybe tests will be available for all of us. <laughs> you know, like other first world countries in the world. And free. <laughs> uh, like other first world countries. <laughs> and I'd love to know if I have the antibodies. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can give me the regular test, too, and I could be asymptomatic. But I would love to know if at some point I had it and I had no, no idea. Because I have not been sick since this started. Ditto. I have not even had... There, there was a day where I felt a little warm, but I took my temperature and it was normal. And I went, you're an idiot. Not everything that you feel is COVID. And beyond that, it's like, I haven't felt bad at all. It'd be crazy to me. Crazy to me if I had the antibodies. Because I'd be like, where did I get it from? When did I have it? <clears throat> How be, many people did I give it to? It'd be cool if you had it because then we probably all got it here. Yeah. What if, what if somebody at the station tested positive? That means we all probably had it. Truth. Because we all share... Most of us share this room that we're in right now. And then the other room that Joe is in at the moment, a bunch of us share as well. So it's just like. that That's what I get a kick out of. Like when you hear, you know, athletes testing positive, like as the NBA is restarting or Major League Baseball is restarting, people are testing college football, you know, and it's like. There was a practice yesterday and three basketball players during scrimmage tested positive for it. Everyone else is clean. Just didn't touch anybody. You were good? Well, no, they're being quarantined too, right? Was it Kyle Corver just hanging out at the three-point line? No one's around me? <laughs> I didn't give it to anybody. It's just me. Yeah, just me. just me. Meanwhile, if LeBron gets it, you know, everybody's got it because he's going to pass the ball to everybody, right? Does he still do that? I feel like it's been so long since I've watched LeBron play basketball. Does he pass the ball? I don't, I don't even know what basketball is. Okay, fair enough. What is this sport you speak of? <laughs> what is this thing you speak of? Who are you people? I'll tell you what. If Rajon Rondo has the COVID, you can't let him on the court because he definitely passes the ball. He dishes it out to everybody. Like nobody, nobody likes this. I get it's just it. me. Nobody likes what? The Rajon Rondo joke? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I hate all you guys. Nobody will ever understand the greatness of Rajon Rondo. Oh, is that it? That is it. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like the third greatest point guard of all time. <laughs> okay. Point guard. True, true fashion point guard. I'm still going to say. Not guard that handles the ball and shoots threes. Okay. That's a fact. Rondo's okay. Yeah. yeah. Jason Kidd's better and Stockton's the best. Okay. I do agree that me? those two are better than uh, and and that Stockton is the best. Who's yes. a better point guard than Rajon Rondo? Don't say Magic Johnson. I will jump across this thing and kill you. <laughs> well, I can't say anything now <laughs> because uh, you always do this. I was gonna say Magic Johnson. I feel like that's what everyone's now saying. Now I just got threatened with my yeah, life. It's like who's the greatest point? Oh, the six eight dude that can play all levels and is a top five player of all time. Weird. I heard, I heard Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll take Rajon Rondo. Okay. I will. I love your defiance on these things. What? They both have a title. Yeah. 
Um, Rajon Rondo's less of a B. Okay. Isaiah Thomas probably better defensively. I don't know, man. Rajon's pretty good. Mm. <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> Ugly dogly. Well, we got a show of some sorts lined up for you guys. We got Major League Baseball news that we'll get into. I might want to touch on, I don't know. It's back, baby. It's back, maybe. I don't know yet. Although, did you hear the Buster Olney cut from primetime on Monday? 100%. <laughs> that was depressing. Yeah, I sit here and tell you all that. No one listens to me. But when some dude named Buster says it, I guess we all got to believe it. Well, there's a big difference between Buster Olney and Patrick Harris in terms of sources and notoriety. I don't know, man. We're the same height. Height? I hate you. Is that how you say it to get over the fact that so, you're short? I'm so done with you. <laughs> I'm so done with you. Uh, I might want to touch on a little Kevin Calabro. I don't know. Maybe we'll get to a little Cam Newton. I don't know. We got we got, we got got stuff. I'm a little over the place. I do want to talk a little Premier League football, too. We'll do that in the 8 o'clock hour when no one's listening so we don't piss like everybody off. Yeah, yeah. We'll do it. We'll do it, Lynn. Uh, but we're going to be all across the board today, so we can Pulisic's hang it. playing well if you guys are American fans. What's that? Oh, yeah. Pulisic's playing well. Yeah. Yeah. Except for today. But uh, that's okay. Tech says Rondo is okay. Agreed. Okay only. <laughs> okay, with agreed. Me, not with you. <laughs> they did say Gary Payton. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with. Well, Gary that's somebody Payton. else. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm okay with Gary Payton. A little Northwest kid. Yeah. Sure. I like Rondo, but either way, the glove's the glove. Uh, so yeah, so Unless we'll be Michael Jordan. <laughs> and you laugh at him. If <laughs> 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 you think I had a problem with Gary Payton, the glove. Man, <laughs> I can't even spell glove. Uh, so, yeah, we might be all over the place today, so tune in for, tune in to that. You can follow us on social media. Mike's at MikeLynch27 on Twitter. You can follow our fantastic producer, Joe Fisher, on Twitter as well at JoeFish3. That's F-I-S-C-H. You can follow me on Instagram at PDD085. I got my last COVID session tomorrow, live music at 7 p.m. You can catch that on my personal page uh, or on Facebook Live as well. We'll do Instagram TV is usually the best spot, but we do both. Uh, the Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow, too, at 4 o'clock. Mike and I recorded today, and we drank some beers and talked about beer. You know, like we always do. There's the uh, fan text line at 503-250-1080. That bad boy lets you interact with us throughout the entire show. Holla. We like it. We like it. When we come back, I feel like this is how we start every show. Major League Baseball is back. Yes. But I don't know. Yes. And we'll see. Yes. Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Maybe that's it. Maybe Scottie Pippen's the greatest point guard of all time. No, I figured it out. It's Oscar Roberts. Big O? Yeah. Oh. I'll listen to Big O. Did oh. He, but did he play point? He did. Okay. I'm telling you, man, if you uh, take uh, size into account, Earl Boykins, one of the best to ever do it. Well, see, everybody's mad, and I understand. The text line's, you know, blowing me up, and I get it. I get it. It's a very hot take, Patrick. I understand First that. Of all, people don't like Rondo. He's a douche. I understand that. Second of all, I feel like you're really valuing passing only when there is way more to the point guard position than just passing. I disagree. You're watching now basketball where the point guard is just the smallest dude with the best shot. You know, like Steph Curry's not that great of a point guard. Russell Westbrook is not that great of a point guard. <sighs> Kyrie Irving is a pretty pretty good point guard. Okay, Russell Westbrook averaged 10-plus assists two seasons in a row. Okay, so, I cool. Mean, garbage stats, garbage stats, uh, garbage stats. I mean, they still put those numbers up through 82 games. So, I mean, I don't know what's garbage about that. 
And he's still never going to ever, ever even sniff John Stockton. Uh, Damian Lillard, before the season ended, was doesn't uh, play defense. going scorched earth. Not only scoring, but also passing the ball. Doesn't play he defense. Does, it's does everything. Play it's every defense. point guard is everything. I think today in basketball. Okay, wait, 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 wait. You just said it. What? Point guard is everything. everything. Not just passing. Exactly. Wait, what? <laughs> you literally just said all point guard is is passing. No, 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 no. I, what I'm saying is that people are undervaluing passing. Everybody thinks that a point guard is the guy that shoots the ball, that that brings the ball up the court and then is a big scorer. That's today's NBA. <clears throat> that's not part a, of the NBA. That's history. not a that's not a true point guard. A true point guard is someone that can make a shot when need to, but distributes the ball, runs the offense, and can All play right, defense. So then Chris Paul's better than Rajon Rondo. I'm I'm fine with that. Well, then he's not top three. I just think Chris Paul's a, a D. Like well, so a big is Rondo. D. Nah, I like Rondo. I think Rondo's a better passer than Chris Paul. So you're going to do the like picky choosy thing with Rondo and Paul? What would make you think I wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> Literally nothing. That's a good, good Yeah. Good I've hated Chris Paul since he was a freshman at Wake Forest hmm. or Georgia Tech. Wait, Wake Forest? Wake Forest. Yeah. I always get those two confused. Anyway, I just think it's too easy for people to think that point guard is James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard. You do have to include the current age of point guards in your point guard debate, though. Yeah, I know. And they don't play the point guard position. Sure, they line up as the one. They technically do. Yeah, they technically do. So you have to include them in the argument. But they lack what? many qualities Imagine that Johnson. make up. Well, I don't understand why he was six footy. He played point guard. He was a point guard. He's also the best player in the league. Like, no one could stop him. Like LeBron can How play. How does that not help my argument? <laughs> LeBron can play the point guard too and be the greatest point guard of all time. Yeah, exactly. Right, but that's not what I'm. I'm saying like fundamental, true point guards, which changes as generations change in basketball. Yeah, they don't exist now. They still exist. It's just different than it used to be. I don't know. You got to mix it all together, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm just mad. Mix those generations. I don't. This is a very. I've never heard your take on Rondo. I'm very confused as to why you like him so much. Yeah, man. I think he's great. I think his ball distribution. I think he's his a great passer, his yeah. core vision is great. I think his defense is super solid. He was putting up triple doubles before anybody he's was putting good, up triple he's doubles. He's a good defender. Well, he's not, not anybody. Not but. great offensively. <laughs> not anybody. But. <laughs> I was gonna say, okay. Now. Just like, did we not just talk about Oscar Robinson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, like, like there was a while where triple doubles were kind of not really a thing. And Rondo was doing them all the time. And it wasn't a big thing until Westbrook, you know, got rebounds because his entire team ran forward on a deep three shot. And he was just the only dude there to catch a rebound. You're like, well, I got 10 rebounds a game. There's my triple double. Derp, derp, derp. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree with you that Westbrook doesn't deserve to be in the, that list because I just think he's a compiler. But he is very good, of course. I just, also, I didn't know Terry Crews was in this movie. I just, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Terry Crews. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. We're watching Friday after next. Yeah. It's my mom's favorite Friday movie. We watch it every Christmas after dinner. Are you serious? 100%. <laughs> like, I'm not lying. I can quote this movie from start to finish. Oh, they're having a party and they're hugging when they walk in. Oh, I miss those days. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to start becoming like weird pandemic porn for us when we watch things like this? And you're like, I'll watch like the Food Network in there and there's people just like bustling into restaurants and I'm like, Oh man, I missed that. I had Just to, give me more of the visual. I need the visual. Come on, come on, come on. I had that the first couple of weeks when I was like watching movies, and there would be scenes of yeah, people in a concert, sporting event, whatever, where 
you know, doing things that humans used to do. And that was the instant thought. I'm like, oh, that that that's a thing that we used to be able to do. I don't know if I will ever be able to do that again. I don't, I'm sad now. I don't want to watch a movie. You're going to turn into Jack from The Shining when he's just sitting at the bar. The bartender's <laughs> talking to him, but there is no bartender. <laughs> Losing it. <laughs> you should kill your son. You're right. I'm bored. You got it, dude. <laughs> I haven't read that book in a while. I've it's a good book. book. It's a good book. Uh, it, it does not it does not necessarily follow the uh, the the uh, Stanley Kubrick movie yeah. to the T. Stephen book. King is not great at writing endings to books usually, so I liked, I've kind of been resistant. I liked the to ending. A lot of his classics. I like the ending to to The Shining. Like, there's some really cool stuff with the hedge maze that they don't really get into. I don't know. I thought it was good. He's made some great books. Uh, deal text into the text into the show 503-250-1080 and I believe I'm going to acknowledge when a fair point is made because I'm willing to listen, evolve, and adapt the issue with the take isn't what a great point guard is it's that you picked Rajon Rondo <laughs> I think that is a fair point I think that is a fair point okay, so there's a little extra in me that likes Rajon Rondo a little more than everybody else but does it make sense if I'm telling you Kid is two and Stockton's one? I mean, it makes sense that like those that's two would style, be in your top three. That, but that's the style of point the guard fact that, that you're I... going Rondo three is still alarming. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pat. No, no, I do not understand your logic behind this. I think you're biased towards Rondo. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were going to say, "I'm sorry." Wait, no, I'm not sorry. <laughs> I, you're an idiot, I'm and not, I'm going to call it out. I'm not. I'm not going to follow you on this one. I think you like Rondo a lot, and I, I think do. you're trying to shoehorn him into some sort of top three to make him <laughs> make that that like feel better. He was also great at Kentucky. Yeah, Tubby Smith's best recruit. <laughs> also, like his only like to drop random college basketball <laughs> knowledge about him. <laughs> top three point guard of all time. Oh man, just on an island. You are all the no. You got one text. I agree with you, P. Rondo's the man. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I don't know if Rondo is the man really equals top three point guard of all time, but we'll make that stretch for you. You got one guy in the text line that agrees with you. I did get really excited. I went to both games. You game. also got Rayshon Rondo. That's possibly one of the worst takes I've ever heard on sports radio. Awesome. Keep listening. Wow. <laughs> You'll hear a lot more bad takes. Uh, I, uh, I, uh, I did get to, I did go to both, um, uh, both Blazer playoff games uh, when they played the Pelicans. And got swept when Anthony Davis was there. Yes. Uh, and Rajon was the point guard. And I was so jacked to watch Rajon Rondo. And I'm a Blazer fan. Happy for you, bud. Real real happy for you. Happy for you, sir. Well, I can't be too upset. I mean, they had a pretty good run the season after in the playoffs. Sure. Sure. But, I'm not uh, a Blazer fan, but I was just like, oh, my God, that's Rajon Rondo. Rajon had to pass and play defenses because he sure as hell couldn't shoot. Fair. That's from Deal. Hey, Fair. remember, <laughs> he hit that buzzer beater halfway through the season against the Celtics a couple years ago. Remember? <laughs> what team was he playing for? I think that was with the I think that uh, Lakers. I know. I thought he was. I be. also don't remember what you're talking about. So no, I, thought- I, I remember it was uh, it was the first season LeBron was there. And it was right after the All-Star break, and he hit the game winner against the Celtics. Everyone was like, this is where the Lakers turn the corner. LeBron's going to come back healthy, and they're going to go on a run. No. So that would be last season would be the first season LeBron was there, right? Uh, Yeah, the season, right, two seasons ago. I did think Rondo was going to be. still in this season, Joe, technically. Well, we'll see if we even get to finish it. I did think Rondo was going to be in Boston for his whole career, you know, because you see that, just running the point guard, get superstars, so he passes the ball to everybody. 
No, it turned out he wasn't very good. Oh. But there were those years that he was good. Wow. And he was excellent. Wow. Muy, look, at, look at that admittance right there. Muy excellente. Is that the word? What? Admittance? Is that even a word? Admittance? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Sure. Okay, whatever. All right, when we come back, maybe we'll talk about Major League Baseball, or we'll just do Rondo for the whole show. I told you we were going to turn into an NBA show. I no. told you guys this. No, baseball's back. You can't do it. Okay, well... This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Seven thirty-four here, Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it live from the poop-filled Willamette. Uh, Mike likes to claim the Major League Baseball is back, and I don't believe it. Well, technically, it is back right now. Yeah, I mean, we're not on. What's the game on right now? Why are we watching Friday after next? What game's on? The players reported to camp. Oh. Summer summer camp? They're at summer camp. They're at summer camp. Band camp? Band camp, yep. One time? At band camp? <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. Major League starts in an hour? That is awesome. Not even in a half hour. All right. Uh, Major League Two was on Sunday morning. I had that on the TV. Super underrated movie. <laughs> uh, you have no marbles. I uh, so yeah, it's back because the players have reported. The schedule is there. July twenty third is opening day, and you know it's in twenty two days, Bob. That is twenty two days, which is a long time in COVID world, but is a short time in normal world. I suppose we are in COVID world, but it's just three weeks away, and you know these sports leagues are going to try every single thing in their power to get going. So mm-hmm. baseball's back. Some interesting things I took uh, from some new baseball updates is players who test positive will not be named. Cool. Uh, But for undisclosed reasons, Alex Bregman will be missing for 14 days. (laughs) You know what I mean? I saw that and I was like, oh, right, to protect their. Oh, wait, wait a second. Wait a sec. Right. So if Mike Trout doesn't. There's a special length (laughs) IL for COVID. So if Mike Trout all of a sudden isn't playing for two weeks, I'm going to go with. Like he went three, he went three for four the other day with two home runs and six RBIs, and the next day it's like, ah, he's on the DL. Yeah, you're like, I just seem fine. That's COVID for you. Strained quad. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, flexor muscle. Back spasms. Yeah, <laughs> lung pain. <laughs> Whoops, we said too much. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. We're just we're just resting him. Short season. We want to make sure he's ready for the playoffs. <laughs> you're like, you know, there's only sixty games, right? Yeah, 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 but he needs yeah, a 14-day yeah, 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 yeah. rest. Yeah, yeah, we got to Saving him for the back half. Yeah. Nobody questions it when Kawhi Leonard does it. See what I did there? I did see. I NBA did, show. I do see what you did there. I did see out of golf today that no longer are they going to force a, a, I think it was 10 day, a 10-day quarantine. They, they're saying the people who test positive. In golf? In golf uh, now need two negative tests with a 24-hour gap in between to come back. Look at that. So if they are healthy in four days. I don't think that's actually how this works, but, you know. Well, it could be. I mean, if, if if you had it and you contracted it 10 days before and you haven't been exposed to it again, in theory, you could kick it in four I days. I don't think we really know, but, yeah. So, I mean, that's I, why I said in theory. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess if someone tests negative twice in two days, then they can come back and not have to wait the whole quarantine. So that's kind of – I mean, because golf's already had, I think, five or six players and some caddies test positive. They've only done, like, three tournaments, by the way. So Yeah. In uh, the most social distance sport that exists. <laughs> I digress. But um, I thought that was kind of an interesting update of like, oh, okay, that's kind of like a more 
I don't know, I, man. I guess reasonable approach, the, but I, I guess we don't know enough about the virus still to say for sure that that's not going to continue to the spread of it. You know? I don't know if golf is the number one social distancing sport. I mean, the Mariners haven't had anyone in center field for 20 years. I see what you did there. <laughs> man, I'm just like shooting blanks here, man. I laughed. Yeah, you were like, huh. yeah. I didn't even get a, huh. I got a, huh. well, uh, would be like, that was mediocre. No, it was good. It was what was good the last show. good center fielder for the Mariners? Franklin Gutierrez? <laughs> Do you mean literally good or just good fielder? Uh, I mean literally good. Because I also don't know if Franklin Gutierrez was a good, good fielder either. I don't know that either. Mike Cameron? Yeah, 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he had four home runs in a game, and everyone was like, next Griffey! <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope, and then a few years later, you got potentially the next Griffey, and you, you traded him for Eric Bedard. <laughs> Nicely done. Now he's fat in, in Japan. Did you see the look on his face when they lost the game the other day? Did you see that gif? No, I just saw him at the home run, and he slowly trotted around the bases. <laughs> I mean, there, someone's paying him to play baseball. He's eating a lot of sushi. Apparently, they uh, lost a game the other day, whatever his team is, and they lost 5-4, and it was close at the end, and everyone's, like, piling out of the dugout to go back into the little clubhouse. He's just sitting there on the steps, angry. <laughs> just like zoomed in on his face, and he's just still. Do you think he's angry they lost, or is he sitting there with the realization, I'm in Japan playing baseball, and last year I was one of the best players in the Diamondbacks? Yeah, but what's that, man? I also saw that with the cancellation of minor league baseball, it looks like the Detroit Tigers won't be playing baseball till 2021. And the Orioles and the Pirates. And the Royals and the Mariners. Man, there's so many <laughs> bad teams in baseball. Like, that's kind of what I want to see. Like, I, I'm actually really excited for baseball to come back for, like, a bunch of weird reasons. Like, I want to see who's real bad. Like, who's really bad? Uh, the Orioles, Tigers, Mariners, Royals, and Pirates. <laughs> I just named them all. Yeah. They're really bad. I think there are some teams that might surprise you, too. I think, like? um, I think the Marlins are still going to be bad. Ooh, I think they're going to be better than you think. Eh, I don't know. Better than just bottom of the barrel is not that great. Okay. That's true. Right. But better than you think is uh, still better than you think. I don't think Texas is going to be very good. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. Uh -huh. New ballpark, though, right? I don't think the Angels are going to be very good. Yeah, you've been on that for a while. I, name five players on that team. Mike Trout. Okay. Mike Trout. Okay. Shohei Otani. Okay. The hitter. Shohei Otani, the pitcher. I'll give you those two. So you got four. You're up four now. Don't uh, say Cole Calhoun because he plays for someone else now. Yeah, Justin Upton, still there, right? Well, like, just because he's getting paid doesn't mean he's actually playing. What? I'm That's pretty right. sure he's playing. Sorry, that was a shot at Justin Upton. Andrelton Simmons. You suck. Oh, okay. He's there, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, Can you name a pitcher not named Shohei Otani? Well, I got this wrong last week when I tried to take the guess. I said Garrett Richards. I guess he's in San Diego now. Yep. Um, they might still be playing, paying C.J. Wilson. <laughs> Tyler Skaggs is dead. Yes. <laughs> I did not want to laugh at that. Um, so is, uh, what is it, Nick Aidenhart. He's yeah. also dead. He's many, also dead. Many years dead. Yes. Um. You can't. There is nothing in my body that tells me the Angels are going to be any good. Who do they have in pitcher? You don't even. You didn't even name their first baseman slash DH. Tim Salmon. No, 
Troy Gloss? No, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. His name's Albert Pools. Oh, well, I thought that was a given. <laughs> oh, that, oh, yeah, I just assumed. Yeah, we it's like Justin knew Upton. That. He has plantar fasciitis. Yeah, he can't run. we just assumed he knew that. Just, just Pujols, you know, just kicking around. 500 Foster, home runs, 3,000 hits. Resource, LA Angels. Man, it's not going to be good. I don't even have to look it up. You don't have to look it up? No, because I know it's not going to be good. What you see? First, it's making me go to Fangraphs again. Really? Because I still get on roster resources. Yeah, but it says go here, and I feel like it's not being updated there anymore. Um, Loading. <laughs> loading. Loading. What's that song? Pay no attention. Attention to a stalling for time. Uh, the Angels starting rotation. Oh. Shohei Otani. Oh. They have two new pitchers. Um, Andrew Heaney. He there. Uh, they got Julio Tehran and Dylan Bundy. <laughs> now so he, Angel starters. Yeah, so he can't be listening that loud. No, no yeah. it must be really quiet right now. <laughs> what do you think he's doing? Uh, it looks like he's reading something on like Reddit, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, he didn't. He didn't even say anything when we said Dylan Bundy. Yeah, and he used to be all about it. He didn't I mean, make any jokes. Or he's still like super focused too. What's it say on his hat? It says. Uh, is it a Canucks hat? Yeah, I think so. Canucks yeah, hat. It's, it's like Canucks. it's like super old school. It's really cool too. Like wherever he found that, still hasn't heard of. Still nothing. Nope. Just kind of sitting there. Yeah. He doesn't even know that we're past the clock either. Nope. <laughs> Just chilling. He. I feel like he's like Stonehenge right now and trying to hold his face, <laughs> so he knows that. So he. Oh, okay, there he is. There okay. he is. There he is. Or is he just laughing at the thing he was reading? <laughs> I think that's what it was. So, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Fisher has no idea we've been talking about him for the last three minutes. For real? For real. For real, we've been looking at you and talking about you. 100%. Hey, man. Uh, Mike said Dylan Bundy looked over at you. You had no response, so we just started talking about that you. That name's not going to get much of a response out of me anyways. Yeah, Joe, do yourself a favor, and when we go to break here, go listen to the last couple of minutes of the segment. Yeah, man, it's We literally good. are just staring at you, talking about you, yeah, and man. you're just dead face looking at the computer. Then 100%. you laugh. And we think that you're laughing at us, but you actually were laughing at the computer. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't until I said your name that you realized we were talking about you. Hey, man, I'm just uh, I'm trying to take care of myself over here. Yeah, the, looking, vo- the volume needs to go a little higher. Lo- looking over my uh, financial future. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, um, Hardest working producer, 1080 The Fan, and, and, and then you laughed because you saw your financial so, future. It was so bleak or like... <laughs> I, I, I have no excuse <laughs> at this point. I, I don't think I can defend myself. Just go listen to the segment. When it's, it's that long, I really don't have it. It was excuse. a long time. Yeah, I was going to say, if it was like while. 30 seconds or I something. Even said, like, I even oh. said, we're even past the clock and he doesn't even know it. Well, at this point, I just, I listen for the keywords. All right, when we come back, you know, things like that. That's my cue. Oh, okay. They're wrapping up now. Okay. All right. When we come back. Go listen to it, Joe. Oh man! Speaking of speaking of like contracts and stuff like that, I do want to get into a little fun as I found the now strangest. You're paying attention, even though we're not going to yeah, talk to him until the break. Yeah, that I that I want to I want to get into Damn some it. of these strange deferred contracts, and most of them are in baseball. And there's a lot of New York Mets because it is Bobby Bonilla Day. So there's no better way to celebrate hip, hip. than talk about bloated contracts. Right. And we'll do all that next on 1080 The Fan.
This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Now, you thought it was a 770 and 404? I'm worldwide. Beep. Act like y'all know. It's the abominable hoe man, globetrot international postman, labor dope man. 718-202s that send small cities and states IOUs. 901. Matter of fact, 305. Jump off the Jeep for we can meet outside. Thank you for stalling. I was listening to the clip with Joe. Was it good? Yeah, that's funny. All right. Because it goes for, I don't know, I think we exaggerated with three minutes, but it is a, it is like maybe a minute or two. You should save that for uh, the inevitable best of show we do in about four years. Okay, you guys said like three minutes. That was a minute and a half. Yeah, okay. so three minutes radio time. Yeah, and, I mean, come on. Yeah, and we so were against we the clock. Everything. And we were over the clock, so. Uh, that, like, that's new. Like, <laughs> whoa, on. whoa, easy, easy here. Yes, I, every show Joe. is in a slippery slope right now as far as being on the clock. I've been doing dirt and spray a lot lately. It's it's becoming a trend. I just feel it. like I work real hard on it. <laughs> That's what she said. And um, it is a Vancouver Canucks hat. Yes. Yes. It's yes. a cool hat, dude. It is a yeah. nice classic hat. It's the throwback uh, Canucks logo. Now, is it one, one that you favorites. had when you were a kid, or did you buy it as a classic look? Uh, no, I didn't get it as a kid. I bought it like seven, eight years ago. Is it, like a re- is it an old school hat or is it like a redone hat? Redone. Yeah. Well, it so, looks great. Yeah. One of my faves. I always said if I had to choose an NHL team, I would choose the Canucks just because Vancouver's a, a beautiful place. And they once tried to burn their town down for losing a Stanley Cup. That's yeah. why That's they rad. are my second favorite NHL team behind the Sharks. As soon as they did that, I was like, boom, I support that right there. Yeah. You're like, ooh, how am I not backing this team right <laughs> yeah. now? Yeah, and uh, coincidentally, I chose the hat this morning, and then uh, Canada was gifted the two hub cities for NHL. So I saw smart, that smart choice because their uh, Canadian birthday. Yes. Yeah, it's Canada Day. It is Canada Day. Happy birthday to our brethren up north. If any of you are listening, yeah, a good job containing coronavirus. Good job having competent leadership. I'm yeah. jealous. Two hundred eighty-five cases in the whole country, or something like that. Yeah, man. Like today, I mean, not like total. Yeah, I was man. gonna say that's amazing. <laughs> no, I think it was like today. Yeah, right, right. But, yeah, uh, the yeah. two places I want to live in the entire world are actually like handling COVID really well. So go Canadians. Canada, New Zealand, man. Ah, you don't New wanna, Zealand's the best. You don't want to live in Lord of the Rings? That sounds awesome. It's I so it's, beautiful. I there. think it's a little far for me, but it is a beautiful place. Yes, it's a little. I know far. somebody who moved there. Mm. Well, I mean, like it's far from here, far from home. Well, yeah, I mean, like, India's further. Well, yeah, but I don't want to move to India. I'm just saying. I don't want to move that far away from family, (laughs) like that far away. Oh, you just moved the family with you. You're a millionaire, Mike. You produced the number one show in Portland. Right. Come on, buddy. Right. Uh, All that money. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day as we get to this every single year, although I can't remember the last time, if ever, probably not due to math. I don't think we've ever done a show on Bobby Bonilla Day. Hmm. Yeah, probably not. We might might have done one. Maybe one. Because it rotates... It just keeps moving up a day, except for the leap year where it skips two days. Right. So, like, if you ever think about your birthday, it's like. So we've been doing this show for five years now, right? Yes. So maybe this is the maybe the second time. Maybe. Maybe. It might be. Might be. We either just missed it the first time, or this is the second time. Yes. Okay. Because whenever you think about your birthday, you can always you always know what day it's going to be the following year because it's just one day up. Right. Or if it's a leap year, it's two days up. So last year was a leap year, correct? Correct. So my birthday was on Thursday last year, and it was Saturday last week. Correct. So then Sunday next year. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like math. We got it. I mean, it. it's not really math. It's just more like logic, but yeah. Um, to catch you up to speed, um, Bobby Bonilla 
signed a record-setting contract in 92 that set up payments of 500 k per year from 2004 to 2023. But because he was traded midway through the deal, the Orioles and the Mets split the money. The famous one came when the Mets bought out Bonilla's $5.9 million contract salary for 2000 They used some of that money, blah, 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 blah. Bonilla got his money 10 years later, spread over 25 years at an 8% interest rate. He gets a $1.19 million check every year on July 1st until 2035. Yeah, he will be buddy. 72 years old. That is the greatest contract ever signed. It's it's genius. Now, there were some things that had to kind of play into his factor, play play into it, that kind of helped it, that prolonged it and gave him a little extra money. But it's just phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the thing with all athletes when they say, oh, when, when I stop getting paid and I'm not working anymore? Because, I mean, people do business ventures and stuff. Mm-hmm. But let's just say you're doing nothing, right? You're like, look at all this money I made. I can just live on a beach somewhere and do nothing. There's the thought of like, well... At some point, the money will run out yep. unless you were made like A-Rod money. Mm-hmm. And Bonilla was but like... But the money could still run out if you do stupid things. Right. And Bonilla was just kind of like, if I just get myself money every year for the next... What did it wind up being? The next 20-ish years after his career? Yeah, it's... When did his career end? 2003 or something? Something like that, yeah. So he basically said, for 30 years, I want to get paid after I retire. Um, that's genius. Because, I mean, he's been making a million a year. And... I'm assuming he hasn't been wasting a million a year. I'm assuming he's been smart about it. Right. He's probably just kicking it at home and watches baseball. Yeah. That's what I'd do. Exactly. Except for this year. He should be a minority investment with A-Rod for the Mets. Mm. Could do that. That'd be really funny. That'd be a funny, like, full circle kind of thing. Right, right. I've used all the money you gave me, Mets, to be a minority he, investor yeah, in your he team. He defers the rest to just have a percentage of the team and gets a little paycheck from that. Yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> then they sell it and he makes, like, a billion dollars yeah. off of it. <laughs> Like they sell it in 20 years. Well, I guess he might be dead in 20 years. But they sell it, and he's like, ooh, <laughs> look uh, at all this moolah. But it put me down the rabbit hole of some crazy contracts. And, uh, I we saw a tweet about this today. There are some crazy ones. Yeah, and we don't have to get like into real wild stuff. I just want to kind of see some things. Uh, the Mariners are going to play each, pay Ichiro till 2032. And he's going to get, uh, yeah, he deferred $7 million from his original contract and $5 million per year from his 2008 to 2012 at a 5.5 interest until 2020. Um, he is going to, he, <laughs> right, this season he is the Mariners' highest paid outfielder and receives the fourth highest salary on the team this year, and they're going to pay him till 2032. Yeah. <laughs> um, another person. I saw that and I was like, <clears throat> oh my God, Ichiro. Another, speaking of Seattle, Mad another genius. one. Uh, the kid, Ken Griffey Jr., is making just over $3 million every year through 2024. From that's, the Reds, right? That started in 2009 from the Reds, which coincidentally is five times what Pete Alonzo makes. Mm. Uh, with the short season and Alonzo's prorated salary, it's more like 14 times as much. Uh, I want to stick I did with- not know that about Griffey. So he really didn't do much for Cincinnati at all. He got hurt pretty quickly, and yep. he just kind of... Yeah, bungled his way through his well, years he, in Cincy. And he had a 600th there. Yeah. He had his 3,000th there. I mean, the the jersey I have of him that signed is a Reds jersey because that's where he was when I was, uh, you know, I think it was when I turned 13 is when I got that um, from my bar mitzvah. And uh, that was, he was definitely in Cincy by then. So, I mean, he's got memories there for me too, but the fact that he turned that, which was basically nothing in his career, mm-hmm. to 
money all the way until four years from now? It's genius. Bravo. I'm telling you guys, and I, I already said it to Patrick, as far as deferred contracts go, that, oh, I'm getting there. that match up to uh, what you did on the field, productivity, Chris Davis. Chris Davis is going to be getting checks until he's 51. Oh. So not only do the Orioles oh. have to pay him $21 million each season for the next three years, uh, starting in 2023, that begins his 15 years of deferred payments by the Orioles. He'll, He'll get make, oh you good yeah I have it right here you can go yeah, I'm looking matter. at it too I don't even want to talk about it actually I don't know why I'm <laughs> doing this to myself. He's gonna make 3.5 million from 2023 to 2032, and then 1.4 mil from 2033 to 2037. Man, oh that's one, he had like one good year. No, he had a couple. He had two and a half. I'd when, say two and a half. When they were going to the playoffs, he was decent. As soon as uh, Nelson Cruz left and they gave him the contract, it was game over. Oh, that's why he did steroids because Cruz was He there. didn't do steroids. He was on Adderall. He probably did steroids. Probably. <laughs> he was on Adderall. They told him to not take it. And there was literally a clip from, I think, last season or the season before where he was swinging at a ball and looking – like straight into the outfield. <laughs> and it's like just like the no look swing. Dude. Uh speaking of the Orioles, that's not it, folks. Oh God. Um Alex Cobb is gonna get one point eight million every November thirtieth from twenty twenty three to twenty thirty two. Why the hell not? And what? since he's extremely Alex un- Cobb? Ex- Alex Cobb, four year fifty seven million dollar. He sure. deferred twenty mil of it. Since he's unlikely to pitch 130 innings in 2020, he'll also have 5.5 million more deferred until 2033-35. The Orioles you know, are also paying Andrew Kashner till 2021, Mark Trumbo through 2022, Darren O'Day through 2023, and they're still paying Ubaldo Jimenez, JJ Hardy, Jesus. and Giovanni Gallardo. Maybe that's why they lost 108 games Ubaldo last year. Jimenez and Giovanni Gajardo played for them for like two seconds. Um, two seconds too long. You know what I would say is if I were a baseball player, I would do what Alex Cobb did. I would defer most of the money. You don't need, you don't need as a baseball player the 20. How, how much was his contract? It was four years, 60-something you said? Yeah. You don't need all of that money every no. year. And you, know, team- you, could, you can take a portion of it and live super comfortable, and you could probably get endorsements and stuff, and that's going to add to your cash flow. And the team kind of likes it because it gives them less- more money to yeah. spend now. But, I mean, as a human, like I, I've always said this, and I know this isn't necessarily considered the right thing to do by a lot of people. If I ever won the lottery, I would not take the lump sum. No, I would, never. I would take the yearly payments. Yeah, now, never. Now, most people say the lump sum gives you more value and et cetera, et cetera. That's fine. I don't want all of the money at once, I want to yearly get paid a sum that would go up with inflation so that I could manage it better. And if so, if I were a player in this case and you just made $60 million because you're Alex Cobb for some reason, because you had two good years in Tampa, um, you always like to sign guys who have like one or two good years. I'm, I'm noticing it's like a real like shot in the dark at maybe getting a good, good player. I would just defer that money till later because you don't, as a player, you don't need it right now. It'd be great. Check this one, and we'll end it on this and get out of here on this. Uh, Jacob DeGrom. He of the Mets. Notably, if you listen to this show, and if you're new to this show, hi, I'm Patrick. That's Mike, Joe behind the glass. 
Uh, a little bit goofy, but you know. Uh, Jacob DeGrom is like us. Jacob DeGrom is my favorite player not in an Indians jersey in Major League Baseball. Ooh, did I just say that? I think I just said that. You did say that. I like Mike Trout a lot, but DeGrom's my guy. You know DeGrom's my guy. Uh, he signed a five-year contract extension in 2019. He deferred $52.5 million of that until 2035 to 2039. The upcoming 60-game season. He's going to make $52 million in four years. In four years. The 60-game season makes the deferral look even smarter because the 2020 money that he deferred, like the portion of that that would have come in 2020. Oh, it won't get touched. Gets at age 51 is not prorated. Nice. So he's going to probably kind of make very little this year. It'd be interesting to see what. His contract says in a 60-game season, I bet you he makes like six mil. Maybe. But he's going to make like 29 in 2035. Instead of losing that 29 yeah. mil, he gets it all. He gets it all. He gets it all. So Jake De- Jacob DeGrom, Mets, love bad contracts. Uh, and who knows? Maybe A-Rod will own them and uh, sign more bad contracts. That sounds like something he'd do. All right. When we come back, second hour, a lot to get to. I'd like to get to some Kevin Calabro. Maybe we'll get to some EPL and all that kind of stuff. We'll do all that next. The Hot Corner, Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 